It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Ears Up Podcast back together again. Forming like Voltron or something like that. Um, more like old... Old Tron. Old Tron. Old Tron. Yeah, because we're, we're all old and we don't form yeah. very well anymore. You know? Well, look, when we started this, we weren't old. Now we're old. So, I mean, that, <laughs> well, that does say something. We were old ish. Yeah, it does say something. It means we're still here. Mm-hmm. We're still. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? For better or for worse. Still, still here. Clinging on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? We have a cool show for you. Eric is going to take us through some uh, food and wine stuff, right? The, is it the history of the food and wine festival? Or you're just like history about the food and wine. Festival. Or you're just it's like just... reading the ingredients list. <laughs> yes, that'll be All right. it. All right, cool, perfect. Um, and then we're gonna, I think, what talk about names and have some fun. Uh, then after the break, we're gonna do a bunch of Disney news. There's a lot to cover in the Disney news world, and that's it. You know, nice. a little pop in, pop out, talk some Disney stuff, and uh, go back to our lives. You know what I mean? Great, love it. Yeah. Speaking or of go bed. back to our lives, are yeah, go back to bed. Um, our website is almost done. I've been talking about that for a little bit. We're redoing the website. Almost done with that. Uh, going to have a brand new image. Uh, yeah, maybe a brand lo- new logo. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I'm excited about it. I think it's really neat. Um, I-, I think our website needs has needed a lot of work since it launched. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> now we're finally uh, finally forced to to actually make a change. You know, the way I work, it's like, well, if I don't have to fix it and I don't know how to fix it and I can't afford to pay somebody to fix it, it's not getting fixed. Yeah. Um, and that's how the website was. And then finally, uh, my friend uh, Bub, who does all our hosting, goes, yeah, I'm actually getting out of the hosting game. So you're on your own in like June. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh awesome. Cool. So now I have to do something. So unfortunately, it costs more money, but there's nothing else. We, I mean, you can't do anything else. So we were getting away with uh, a nice little uh, friend discount from hosting for a while. So um you know that's how it goes man i guess everything everything goes up eventually but it's gonna be good it's, mm-hmm. it's a nice change it'll be a fun little uh thing we also have some new merch on the etsy store by the way i've changed the etsy page to uh ears up so it's ears up hyphen po- no it's ears up uh, what is it etsy.com slash shop slash ears up but okay. i think you can also get to it through coveers though i don't know in case that you're just a nostalgic person and you want to go back <laughs> to the old one um, but yeah, we got some new shirts up there. I got some new merch coming in. I'm, I'm waiting for a, um, a test print for a mug. I'm excited about that. Ooh. I'm excited about the mug too. Um, I'll show you when it, when it gets, in. I think it's coming in tomorrow actually. Well, and so, and so I don't know how, I'm not going to say too much, but there's yeah. some new, really cool imagery that's going on the website and I think it would look really good on the, um, on a mug, on a mug. also. I think so too. So. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and then uh, the the new shirt I have is uh, it says churros, but it's in that like black metal like kind of squiggly root looking font that so looks like a metal band logo. I'm very happy with it. That's pretty um, good. Yeah, I, so I bought one. Uh, RGH bought one. So now I need to sell three more shirts, and the logo's paid for. So that's how much <laughs> we make money on shirts. But anyway, I'm excited about it. So if you're looking for some new merch, uh, check that out on our Etsy shop, and uh, you know. May the mouse bless you. How about that current shirt you're wearing? That's well, not my shirt. This is my. Well, I know that. This is a shirt for uh, to celebrate um, St. Patrick's Day. It's uh, 
This is the Irishman on it, you know, like the movie, but it's a picture of the uh, the, leprechaun. the leprechaun. Yeah, <laughs> a great shirt. I thought so too. That's amazing. Yeah, Alice openly hates it. Like, well, no, he's a scary little dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, well, you know what? It's also Disney adjacent because isn't isn't that Warwick Davis who plays say, leprechaun? Isn't that Warwick Davis. I think so, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. So there he goes, my You're Disney right. shirt. <laughs> This is a weird tangent, but I yeah. miss Pocket Warwick so much. Oh my oh, gosh, geez, that's dude. right. That was a big thing in your life. Mm-hmm. It was. Is it gone? It's gone. I think it's gone. It's gone. Oh. It's not, Pocket Warwick was an app on the app on the app store, uh, and you just what? you played Warwick Davis was on your phone, and you like <laughs> took him through his life, like you fed him and. <laughs> You'd give him a pack oh, of crisps, wow. and he'd be like, "Oh, some crisps," and then he'd have to he'd have to work out to not be fat. I don't know. It was, I feel it like was so I feel like stupid, but I loved it so much. I feel like if you won that game, you were just his personal assistant. Like you would just get hired. It's sort of like the last Starfighter, where the kid won the game, and then he was able to like that was a, just a test to beat yeah. to defend the galaxy or whatever. It's like that. You beat Pocket Warwick, He contacts you whisks you away and then you forever feed him crisps and yell at him to work out in, i'm okay in real with life. that's a great job i think that'd be that's fun bad. yeah wouldn't i could think of worse jobs i've had worse jobs i have worse jobs you have a worse job yeah absolutely not this everybody i do enjoy this um let's see what else we're we gonna do before we jump into it um I think that's it oh speaking of warwick davis uh willow was canceled off disney plus after just one season <laughs> So there's wow. that, yeah. Did um, you watch it? No, I never did. So no one did. Yeah, no, no, no one else did, did I. Well, and for no reason. I mean, I you know I know people were like offended because there's some, you know, like LGBTQ themes running throughout. I don't really know. Um, and that's not why I didn't watch it. I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I feel like right now, Tara and I are in the in in the place where. You know, it's nighttime. It's eight eight thirty. We're finally winding down. We're into like true crime, like crime documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, even just like crime, like dramas, you know, thrillers and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I just okay. don't really want to sit and watch Willow. I didn't really. Rem- I don't remember the movie very well. I've, I've seen it a couple times. I don't have a huge like attachment to the movie, so I don't. I guess maybe that's probably it. I don't really care. They brought it back. Cool. That's great. I. I I don't, I don't know, know what Willow is. I've never seen the original. Like I think of I think of n- the name and I have a couple of like images of scenes in my head and that's about it. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I know uh Val Kilmer was in it. Val Kilmer was in it. Warwick Davis of course after um it was after Star Wars stuff. That's it. I don't know. He's like a baby I had and a he's bunch a of wizard cards from Willow. Did there you? you? Yeah. I yeah. loved Willow. It was I used to watch it all the time. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I can't but I remember. never, I didn't watch the series. Yeah, mostly because I just didn't think it was necessary. <laughs> well, it's I mean, been a while. Nothing's necessary, you know what I mean? Well, no, no, I, I didn't think it was necessary to make this to continue the story. Like, yeah, I thought mm. it, it ended well. Yeah, that's that's a hard like thing a to do. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to do to know when to just stop telling a story. That's it. You're done. We don't need to revisit yeah. it, but. Look, man, I'm 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 happy it got done, and uh, I'm sure Warwick Davis was proud of it, and everyone was, uh, you know, had a good time. I don't know. Sure. What are you gonna do? Um, God, I feel like I'm missing something, but I can't think of it. Um, it's been a long time since we've done this show. I know. I'm a little unprepared right now. Uh, we just have a new in depth that dropped a couple of days ago, uh, with Jeremy and I doing some fun stuff. So there's that. 
And um, yeah, I don't know, man, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. I'm on the cusp of not feeling great. And I'm, I'm convinced it's COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So you're about to go downhill or are you, you're just getting past it? I don't know. No, he's okay. about to go downhill and he's going to be know. in bed for the next 12 days. Yeah. That's what. That's okay. What, Hopefully I'll get next and week. And take I'm seven in. COVID tests. Well, I took one today <laughs> and everything's fine. Uh, but yeah, I, don't know, I just feel like crap. I've been sleeping well, though. But uh, we had a big party for Alice for her fifth birthday on Saturday. And uh, everyone tested, you know, and that was nice. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't don't trust anybody. So whatever. I'll cut this out of the show. It's really boring. Eric, tell us about the food and wine <laughs> festival stuff, dude. Let's go. Let's talk about food. By the way, yeah. I'm a giant. I'm a giant big boy again. We went to the Jelly Belly <laughs> factory a couple weeks ago. Taryn decided to buy 12 pounds of belly flops. No, it was five. Uh, I've packs, eaten them all. Five packs for the price of two. So yeah. you have to get. Five. You have to. There's no. Those you can't not. Cheap. Right. Yeah. And um. So now I'm. I've. I've gained like three pounds. Well, I guess that's the problem. Is I don't actually really like Jelly Bellies. I love Jelly Bellies. Mm. Come on, dude. <laughs> like I like a couple, and then like I'm done. But now, but Jason actually he really likes. Yeah. Them. No, I can't. I can't <laughs> do it. So tonight is my. You know. Like after tonight. No, tonight I'm not gonna have any. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Mm, okay. Start doing jumping jacks too. That I mean, I, I I exercise, but not that much. I don't know. I feel like uh, all I feel like exercise makes me gain weight. The less I move, the less I weigh. And that's oh, I you think just bulk up so much. Yeah, you just yeah. That's right. It's yeah. all muscle. <laughs> yeah, clearly, except okay. in my cheeks and my jowls. Anyway, go ahead. Food and wine, Eric. Let's wow. talk about it. Everybody's worried about their jowl weight these days. Yeah, it's a it's a problem. Yeah, not enough people are worried about like, it. Oh, not enough. This, okay. This right here. This crap. Yeah. Not cool. No, no one likes it, man. Mm-mm. All right, Eric. <laughs> Food and wine. Festival. Let's go. All right. Well, you've all heard about the uh, the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, right? Sure. Yes. Yes. Been certainly. running for for a great many years. Well, uh, when Disney opened up the Disney California Adventure. Or I, I should say Disney's California Adventure, as it was in the early days, they wanted to do the same thing. So after, after it, it took a few years, they didn't open it up right at the beginning of the park. They waited for a little bit to say, oh, no one goes to this park. What can we do? And so uh, so Disney said, look at this very successful model we have over at this park that we also thought nobody went to for a long time called Epcot. Let's do it here. Uh, so initially, uh, the first the first food and wine festival in uh, in Anaheim was at, in 2006. Uh, they had several several kiosks trying to go for the same sort of feel that they had in um, on the East Coast, but a little bit smaller, a little more uh, how to, re- refined is not the word I'm looking for. What's the word I'm mm. looking for? Um, Focused. Reza- Sure, let's say that one. Okay. A little more focused. Yeah. They wanted to instead of instead of this being an international food and wine festival, they're they're calling it the California Food and Wine Festival. They really want to focus on California, which was the whole point of the park anyway, right? Right. Well, uh they set up several kiosks. They had a few different bites and sips available. Everybody likes those. I love a bite and a um, sip. Mhm. Right. Especially the sip. <clears throat> Personally. Ah, okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> They did include some of the educational components where they have culinary demonstrations, 
They would have sommeliers around to to explain different wines to people uh, because this is California where there, I mean, ostensibly there is a larger wine industry than in uh, Florida. Um, as as far as interest. I would think so, yeah. I mean, it's right. that's not a leap. That's not a giant leap to make. No. Yeah, in okay. logic, yeah. I don't have to cite my sources there. No, 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 no. Uh, you don't. You're good. That's a good okay, assumption. True. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. So they they had sommeliers around to discuss uh, the the different wines that were available. I mean, really, they just kind of played up some of the the aspects that they had in the park already. The Golden Vine Winery, where mm-hmm. they were supposed to remember they've got those little those little grape plants off to the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw when the first time those went in, I saw them. I was like, you can't even make five gallons of wine right. with this. There's like literally it's just for show, which is fine, it's, I guess. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. not everything has to be practical, right? But I wonder what they did with the fruit, you know, and, and I don't know, it was a whole like vineyard management question I had. I've always wondered. I, I, I don't know if they even have a sign up. They probably do that I haven't found. But what what like grapes, what vintage of grape are they growing there? I would guess uh Chard no, I don't know. For that climate, probably like a Merlot or like a Zinfandel. Probably a Zinfandel. California's a big Zinfandel okay. state. Uh but Look at you making an educated guess. Yeah, but SoCal, <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's not really prime uh wine making territory. So I imagine they're just for show and they probably just did whatever grapes they could get, you know. Right, right. Now, do any of you recall this is something I never saw myself, but do you recall the other um, perhaps food-related place that they had, a, an entire land perhaps, where you might be able to visit a farm or look at a tractor. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Oh, God, yeah, there I... was like that whole like... It was next to Bugs Land. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't there like, it was like a freaking corn maze, but not. Right. Well, yeah, that was the Bountiful, Bountiful Valley Farm. There you go. Uh, and yeah. they, they traded on that name to have a little Bountiful Valley marketplace and trying to make it seem a little more important than perhaps it was. Hey, look, everybody, we've got all this equipment back there. We can we can do stuff with that. So, yeah, it was an attempt and it appeared appeared to be fairly popular. So they kept uh, they kept doing the, the event every year and just like at epcot they would grow it a little bit from year to year to see what what different um you know different kiosks people wanted what types of food they wanted and where they could um where they could put it you know where exactly that would be the best uh location so uh by the year 2010 uh, they were actually holding a lot of this in the hollywood pictures backlot area so some of it was happening around um, around Paradise uh, Pier, but a lot of it was happening at, across the park hmm. in that that whole dead zone as well. That seems I mean, broken up and, yeah. and like disjointed. Seems weird. Where, I'm sorry, where is that? By Monsters Inc. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know the place so they, where Terrence yeah. is convinced that they're going to raise and put a friggin' Marvel roller coaster in any year now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. the place. Or Pandora. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Right. Gosh, <laughs> just, on, on Sup- just don't ahead. do it. <laughs> we measured the area on Supreme Resort a few episodes ago. Like, you can't Did you even really? fit. Yeah, we just, it was totally off the cuff on like Google Maps, but looking at it, it doesn't even, it's not even big enough to hold the building that is Flight of Passage. I was going to say the queue for Flight of Passage wouldn't even fit there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're talking about a Pandora experience. 
at coming to Disneyland Resort, and I right. and that could be anything. That could be right. that could be like that could be like the movie theater. That's mm-hmm. what I think too. You know, somewhere where they were keeping the uh, they had the frozen uh, thing that we went to with the snow. Oh yeah, remember that with Abby when she was so little. Yeah. Oh gosh. And so that yeah, was it's... that was neat. So like, <laughs> it, it, it could be could be something like that. But uh, I don't think they would ever have a ride there. But I guess. But I also don't think they would have anything permanent there. But I don't know. Whatever. It's another. Yeah. It's another that show. But another maybe that. Thing. Never mind. Because we're clearly yeah, off. We're clearly off target with the Pandora uh, Avatar thing. Because it's it, you know it, it's a wildly popular you know movie series, and he has like two more coming out. And so you know they would be dumb not to not to have something permanent, semi permanent over there. I guess. But maybe it's smart to not go permanent because I just I keep thinking like like with Guardians, they that movie that's the third the third movie is the last movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's so it. now they have true old IP. Eventually yeah, but that's eventually that's going to be Captain EO, only less iconic. Sure, I mean, but how many True. Dumbo, how many Dumbo movies have they made? You know what I mean? Like, well, just they're going to keep repeating point. the cycle. But I think it is. I mean, what they, what would be smart is do have a semi permanent place, and then they can just swap stuff in and out, mm-hmm. have it up for a mm-hmm. year or two, pull it, do something else, and they can bring it back if they ever, you know, whatever. Anyway, go ahead, Eric. Please. Anyway. No, that's fine. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of content here. So let's talk about whatever we want. Uh, yeah, so 2010, uh, the festival is kind of at its peak. There's a lot going on. There's seminars going on in that Hollywood Pictures area. Uh, they're using that stage there for demonstrations. So, you, you know, they've got the stage where sometimes they have, like, dancers Kid, and like bands and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With electronica. Yep. <laughs> well. Did any of you go to the Mad Tea Party? We walked by it a couple times. Yeah, because it was weird. I, I stood there and watched it for a while. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was something. I don't. It, I never yeah. actually went in. <laughs> no, it was weird because you know every once in a while when we would be leaving, you know, around the time it would start, you could tell the people who are coming in who are locals just to go to that because they were just dressed like ravers. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Oh. Okay. There you go. All right. I did really like the Tron one, though. I liked Electronica. That was really cool. I don't know why either. Well, because it it ended in the in the arcade, so that was cool, and it was better music because it was just yeah. like electronic music. Mm. I don't know. They so had, they had an arcade. Yeah. What? Yeah. They had a Fl- oh, yeah. Flynn's arcade, and they had all the retro cabinets there, and um, so you didn't even have to go and like listen to the DJ. You could just walk by it all and go into the. It's that building, like right when you go into. Uh, Hollywood Studios, and it's like Monsters Inc. is on the left. That big building towards the back of it. Oh yeah, it's that's it like a there. giant Marvel store now or something, right? Right. Oh geez. Uh yeah, it was in there. So they had all these retro cabinets and stuff like that. It was great. That's and awesome. no, that was that. a different place. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was nice. Okay. Well, you could also go to exclusive dinners. Uh, another thing that they they do at that at Epcot is charging for these additional experiences where you can go to a wine tasting or a wine course or a cooking session. Uh, so all of these they started adding in these extra ticketed events and really kind of doubling down on it. I think this is where it re- was really starting to uh, to take hold. They, the locals were actually okay going to this and putting money into it, and it was gaining in popularity. Well, what happened after that? Um, after that is when Disney decided to start pouring money back into the park because you can't have the entire income be this one little festival that they hold for a month. <laughs> so for the next six years, 
or five years, no food and wine festival. Hmm. Okay. They just didn't hold it while they were doing all the construction. All right. That's a so choice. I, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. That seems dumb. It seems dumb. <laughs> but also, like, what are you going to do? Funnel people to the, par- to the park that's under construction? You know, yeah. I don't know. That's a hard choice to make. Yeah. I guess it's also a good way to, like, measure demand. You know, if people are really clamoring for it two years after the thing existed or three, well, then, you know, maybe it's like, okay, great, cool. Which I think they were. It does seem to be popular now, although the entire park is very different now than it was in 2010. Sure. In any case, they did not hold the festival at all for five years. In 2016, they brought it back for a time from April 1st through May 1st. But just on weekends. It's not a long time. And why just no. weekends? That also seems dumb because Disneyland <laughs> on the weekend already kind of sucks. Well, right? I mean, the point, I guess the point is to bring people from Disneyland over to DCA. And if, the, if it sucks on the weekends, that's the best time to suck for suckage. Then you want to you know, <laughs> siphon off some of that suckage and bring it over to DCA. So that part Siphoning makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Plus, also, you know, if, if the parks aren't even really busy on a Tuesday, what are you going to have a food and wine festival on a Tuesday? You know what I mean? Nothing's going to happen. True. That if makes it sense. Was a draw, it could. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. To me, the elevated marketing brain. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, they had, uh, they put together eight different kiosks around, um, around the, the Paradise Pier area. And uh, some of some of these names, if you're familiar with the, the festival now, should be you. They're they were the, they're the same names, so you should be familiar with some of these. Um, I'd say, do you want to guess some? You'd never guess. Anything, I have no so. idea. There's no. literally no way. Right. No <laughs> Couldn't way. tell you. Couldn't even begin no. to guess. Well, some of the ones that are still around, L.A. style. Um, actually, that might be it. <laughs> wow. cool yeah. segment eric yeah <laughs> cool. <Great talk. laughs> um the brew house there we go they still have a brew house okay um they they had a few others by the bay oh yeah okay the farm cool yep i mean there you go very, very straightforward yeah gold rush oh geez good i love gold <laughs> <laughs> sorry um and uh viva fresca oh yeah okay all right and then these are really uncreative yeah they're they're pretty boring yeah Yeah. there's nothing to make fun of there it also just sort of seems like other items that you can get those food items in other places in the park right exactly it doesn't sound special at all Well, I think they just, right now, a small wormhole opened up in front of your mouth, Taryn, and uh-huh. shot that feedback into the past. Okay. Because in 2017, they changed it up and they said, it just doesn't sound creative at all. She's right. Yeah. Perfect. That's, that's where we start to get uh, some of our favorites these days, like nuts about cheese. Okay. Well, it's creative. <laughs> it's something. Sure, man. It's, not everything creative is good, though. It's not it happened. It's not the farm. Oops. Sam is creative. Let me put that out there. <laughs> that is a good point. Nuts about cheese. And do they serve cheese with nuts around with the cheese? Nuts. With nuts around the cheese? So it's nuts about cheese? It's about the, you know, I don't know. Well, I can bring up the uh, the menu from nuts about cheese for this year. Let's see. Uh, let's see. So nuts about cheese. Where is nuts about cheese? Um, 
This is great content. Yeah, it's not really that important if you don't want to like fight to to get it. Oh, I found it. Oh, I did okay. a search. Great. Well, let's 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 hear it out. Yeah, crackers and cheese. Check that out. Okay. I mean, uh-huh. those are my favorite uh, things. Hell yeah. But it's who's going to argue with that? Yeah. Um the Mickey Mouse shaped uh, macaron made with Snickers. Um that's that they've had that for a few years. I, that thing is awesome. Really? A, ma- a macaron with Snickers. It sounds delicious, but weird, but good. Yeah. Now there's it's... too much too much to get stuck in your teeth, man. Like Snickers already gets in your teeth and in a macaron like no, man, I couldn't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the caramel on the inside isn't quite the same as the caramel in a Snickers. The only Snickers okay. is really just sprinkled on the top. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. Still, I don't know if I need those two foods together. But if you okay, say it's good, okay. then that's great. It's awfully sweet and it's definitely shareable. Um, but yeah, they don't they don't appear appear to have too many nuts on there this year. Um <laughs> Damn, there's a, they're losing there's a, there's they're losing the thread. Drink. Yeah, geez. Oh no, they're no. sticking to tra- to tradition too tightly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, well. well, you know that's fine. Yeah, okay. I do like some of the the you know the food options. If I remember at the food wine festival, we went one time and it was sort of like eh, on the border, on the hairy edge of like culinary interest. Mm-hmm. Um, now it is very much like almost food trucky, which is cool, I suppose. I don't know. It's in, they, it seems like they're doing interesting stuff with food there, and that's you know that's cool. It was very expensive, I remember too. Yeah, yeah, super pricey. Yeah. I, I haven't. It it is expensive. Yeah, and I haven't been there yet this year. I'll be going in a few weeks, but yeah, it's a it's a little a little pricey. You can get the um, sip and saver pass and save a little cash if you're going to be there a couple days. It's mm. nice for the locals. Okay, that's nice. Um, have you done that one before? You get this lanyard and you've got little tabs that you pull off and you pay. So you kind of pay up front for everything. Okay. Oh, okay. And then um, let's see how much it is this year. Uh, but yeah, you, you pay up front, you get this lanyard. It's, I guess it's kind of a souvenir. You can keep it. If <laughs> sure. You're really excited. But can you sell it on eBay? That's all I really care about. <laughs> well, not if you've taken the tabs off. I guess you could try and charge them like a dollar. But... <laughs> is, um, is the menu like the same every year or no, they, they do change it up. Um, looks like a lot of the booths are the same this year from last year. Um, and they, they do try to bring back some favorites and then add in some new stuff. I'm just uh, looking at the cocktail. And... <laughs> yeah. I'm just That's staring at all the cocktail. food right now. The, the spicy honey apricot one. Are we looking at the same cocktail? Mm. Oh no, you're looking mm. at a different. I, pulled, I just really Googled good. something. That one looks delicious. I can't do honey in foods. It's spicy honey apricot cocktail, rye whiskey, apricot, orange, lemon juice, spicy honey syrup, and bitters. No, I'm out. Mm. I'm out. Too much honey. I want. I want all of it. I want. No, I like delicious. honey as its own thing, or like you know maybe on peanut butter or whatever, right? But like in the food, I can't. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about the 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 way people add honey. It's like, hmm. it makes it, I already think it's too sweet. I don't want it. The spicy cuts through it though. Pretty mm. well. Okay. I mean, look, uh, I would try someone's. <laughs> I don't know if I would buy, you know, for Great. 20 bucks or whatever it is. Probably Fair. like eight. There's it's a very blueberry small. pancake. That one was 14. <laughs> 14. Weird. Blueberry pancake cold brew. Uh-huh. What? Joffrey's coffee and tea. Okay. So coffee. Brown butter maple and demerara syrup and oat milk with blueberry sweet cream made with cream oat milk vanilla syrup and puree garnished with cinnamon flavored 
cereal crumble. That's just that's like too you much. Just keep talking. I know there is too much going on in here. I think she's gonna stop, and then she takes a breath and keeps going. <laughs> that's a shocking amount of things for a coffee. Like, yeah, I just want coffee. I don't know, man. I mean, you, I'm sure you could get just coffee, but that seems yeah. That's look, people are weird, dude. And that one's new, by the way. I'm sure it's amazing. Just, it's like they're just kind of like doing Dutch Brothers things. We're like, let's see how much sugar we can pack <laughs> into this coffee. Your entire daily value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely beyond. Sorry, Eric. I got uh, I got distracted from all these photos. No, no. Hey, that's fine. That's that's most of the content is let's look at what they're selling. So 2017, we started to get some other more interesting names. We got I Heart Artichokes. That one's still around. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, Guess I what do. they sell there? <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> Uh, garlic kissed. But these are t- these are these names are awful. They're worse than the other ones. <laughs> but, I would take the about, farm. But what about my favorite? All of us. Oh. <laughs> no, you're kidding. No. Wow. Olive us. That one's not around anymore. That one not good. Not that popular. one not only sounds gross, <laughs> <laughs> it's really disappointing. I don't know what what's bacon twist. I don't know, but it has bacon, so. Yeah, that sounds fine. Okay. I'm sure it'll be fine. Onion layer? God. The... L-A-I-R? Is it like a play on the layers? Oh. Of... Like layer? Oh, okay. Yeah, like this yeah. is where the, the layer of the onion. Okay. But it's also the dungeon of the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the layer of the onion. Right. I don't get it. It's like a medieval yeah. layer where like the, the dragon. Oh, no, I know layer. what a layer is. Right. I just don't understand why it's a, Cause it layer... doesn't matter. Yeah, it's all right. Onions have layers. Oh, onions have layers. Yeah. It's like, oh, see, the, 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 the other part of it, the joke is... <laughs> you the have joke to be smart has, enough to get it. The joke has layers, <laughs> like an onion, but also like a dungeon. Also like Shrek. Right. <laughs> Which is not Disney, I think. <laughs> DreamWorks is suing. It's, it's still in courts. Okay. Nice. Uh, let's see. Anything else weird from that? Um, seafood, dot, 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 sustained. Okay. Because they're so just saying sustainable. Sustainable. Okay. Yeah. Sweet and sourdough. The rest of them are kind of boring. Regular things. Uncork California. But yes, they they had 15 booths that year. So greatly expanded, really starting to catch on. Yeah. Uh and then they didn't they, they only had it for like two weeks in 2020. I don't know what happened that year. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, who knows? Dang. Right. Yeah. Really dropped the ball there. It's like they don't exactly. even care. <laughs> <laughs> 2022 came back um even even more it lasted it still doesn't last as long as any of um any of epcot's festivals but at least uh, last year they did two months and this year um, they're also doing about two months so it just started on march 3rd and we'll go through april 25th nice uh, okay. so, so they've added in some more fun s- some more fun names and more can't wait marks. I guess let's go with the kiosk names and then we can we can chat about some of the the delicious bites and sips. Let's do that. Yes. Yes. Love that. Uh, here's a, a a creative one. California craft brews. Hmm. Oh, super creative. I wonder what they sell there. I hope that, that you know what, never mind that. <laughs> my only my only <laughs> my only piece of feedback for that is I don't like it when companies and people call beer brews. I don't like it. Brew is a verb. And I know if you look it up, it could be a noun too. I don't like that as a noun. As a beer guy, it is not brews. We're not going to catch a brew. 
We're not going to go drink California <laughs> brews. Bro. No, it's breath. beer. <laughs> we're going to go hang out in Frisco and we're going to catch some brews. You know, apparently Frisco was like an old nickname for San Francisco. It's like an old timey. It is like yeah, a I, thing. I know. Yeah. I just hate it. No, I know. But like a lot of people in the Bay Area go, you can't call it Frisco <laughs> like me. Uh, apparently you can and you used to. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe no. that. But you, anyway. You still, still shouldn't. Um, it you. Yeah, I just anyway. That's my only piece of feedback. Because honestly, what else are you gonna what what else are you gonna call it? You know, the brewery or whatever. No, California craft beer. They, I'm okay with it. They used to call it the brew house. Yeah, yeah, that I don't like. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. They do their, have yeah. an IPA sausage dog on a soft roll with onion pepper something I don't know how to say cheddar cheese sauce and malt vinegar onion crunch, which. I want that. I that sounds good. pretty good. Yeah. How much is it? It's real good. Hundred dollars. Oh, there's Wait, no, there's no prices. Guess? No. Oh damn. I don't see any prices. I don't know prices. Oh yeah, they don't yeah. that might be kind of fun. About yeah. hundred dollars. If you have to ask, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I'm gonna say depending upon size. Yeah, Although, I would. Okay. I would eat that. That sounds pretty delish. It sounds good. Delish, delish. But then I'm looking at the photo, and yeah. it looks awful. So food. You know what? Honestly, food is really hard to photograph. Yeah, but the other stuff looked really good. This well, okay. one. Okay, well, maybe the intern took that one. Yeah, maybe. Like, who's going to take a picture of the wiener? Give it to Scott. <laughs> yeah. He's learning. He needs to learn. Yeah. Scott the intern. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Our favorite. And if you're planning a trip to any of the Disney parks, don't forget our official travel partner, Concierge. You go to concierge.com today, immediately, if not sooner, and they will help you plan your Disney vacation. You can buy tickets from them. They will help you book reservations. They will help you navigate the park. They will help you determine if you need Genie Plus or, you know, whatever, all of the weird services that might be available now. Who knows? I have no idea. But anyway, check them out. Concierge.com. They're great people. They just want to help you have a good time. And they charge nothing extra above what the parks charge for your services that you get rendered to or something like that. Anyway, check them out. All right. Keep going. Let's go for some more names. Well, speaking of how delish you you find things, why not why not go to delish? Oh, that's awful. It's a it's a random assortment of things that some of which are are look quite good. Oh, except it's, it's called delish. It's called like D-lish. the letter D. Yeah, lish. Lish. <sighs> but they have <laughs> beef and barley poutine. And before we you judge, like that last year. Oh, but listen to good. this. Oh my God! I, Why I, barley? Just to make it healthy? Yeah, barley sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, I don't see the barley in this at all. But it's um, potato bites with braised beef, short rib, cheese curds, stout gravy, and lager micro sponge. What the hell is it? <laughs> Sorry, but what's a see, micro sponge? That I don't want. It's some molecular gastronomy holdout from 2010. At a gastro pub. I don't want to eat anything that has the word sponge in the title. No. <laughs> That's gross. But I do want the cheese curds. So Yeah, see here, okay. And this is being an expert. This is I think this is the game now, is you guys read me to food and I tell you what's wrong with it. Okay. <laughs> the cheese curds are fine on their own. You can put a gravy on it, poutine, that's fine, but a but a beer poutine, like a Guinness, is that what you said? Guinness? It said gravy? Stout. stout. Stout, okay. Gravy. Um I feel like that's overpowering, and with the with the poutine, you want to taste the cheese also, but I don't think you want a really rich poutine. You want a lot of a lighter gravy, so that already that's too much. Mm. And with the braised short ribs, like that's fine too, 
But so you have you have all those dark flavors from the braised short ribs. Then you have the dark flavors from the stout. Then you have the cheese. And I feel like you're all just going to be tasting uh, a, a lot of the samey flavors. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I feel like there should be a separation there somewhere. I kind of want all of those things, but separated. I don't I would- want the stout gravy. Deconstructed, and then I want the stout gravy on the side so that I can dip each individual yes. thing into it because mm. I want the gravy. Yeah, because dipping. Th- so that's what yeah, that's what you do. If anyone's listening, you go get that. You ask for everything on the side. Ask for yeah. the gravy on the side because it's not like pre-made. You can't it'd be soggy. Yeah, because sometimes cheese curds you just want a cheese curd. Yes, you don't need a gravy on it. You don't need anything on it. Cheese curd, perfect as is. See, this is okay. I'm I'm energized again. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I'm feeling better. Let's do it. Let's talk Wait, about foods. But there is another one at, at Delish. This is, a, this is a sip. There's a Saki Melon 75. <laughs> I would drink this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, Saki, dude. ginger liqueur, uh, Prosecco, rock melon syrup, and lemongrass puree. Yeah, yeah that sounds excellent. It sounds delicious. Yep. Yeah. Let's go drink all that soju we have in there. Very refreshing. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds awesome. Good one. That's what I... That the I pictures of all the it. drinks... The pictures of all the drinks are fun because they have them in a very nice glass. And when you mm-hmm. get them at the park, it's in a, a plastic. <laughs> yeah, they're not like that at all. Um, yeah. Thing. No. It's a generic Dixie cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, still probably pretty good. Mm. Uh, so let's see. You, that's that's all you want to talk about at Delish. That's that's probably fine. The others are regular sorts of things. Yeah. Berry patch. Nothing it's too fantastic looking at berry patch. Oh, except that's where they had that blueberry well, pancake that's the cold, cold brew. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like just call it Knott's Berry Farm. I yeah. mean, stop stop <laughs> the illusion that it's not. It's at the same time. Yeah, I mean, come on. Just, you know what? Just rent it out to Knott's Berry Farm. Serve some pies. Everything's all right. We're all friends here at the global, uh, you know, farmer's market of DTA. <laughs> well, uh, Mrs. Knott's recipe might have, uh, might you know, bear a little umbrage against the offerings at Cluck a Doodle Moo. No, I was. It, that's, a, that's so stupid. <laughs> it sounds like the name of a silly symphony. I'm it so does. disappointed. Yes, that's, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> Cluck a Doodle Moo, or like a Bluey episode. But here, I want to see what Jason thinks about this one. Mm-hmm. Smoked cherry mescaliki cocktail. What's a what's a what, what is it? Dark rum. All right, mezcal. Yeah, yep. Those... Cherry puree. Okay. Grapefruit and lime juices. Yeah. Vanilla syrup. Nope. And bitters garnished with a dried grapefruit chip. You don't need the dried grapefruit chip. That's just for looks. It's aesthetics, which is fine, I guess. Um, Cherry, grapefruit, and lime juices with vanilla syrup. I mean, I could see it all working. I would try it, but I don't think I would be happy with it. The vanilla, because vanilla in cocktails to me, in foods in general, but especially cocktails... It's it it gets too sweet, and that's why they're doing it. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's probably a simple syrup with vanilla in there. Um, so I guess it depends on how heavy handed the cherry puree is. Mm-hmm. That's uh, an important part. Um, but I feel like cherry and vanilla are both very delicate, and you can't. It depends on a lot of things. It depends on the dark rum, what it is, mm-hmm. but if the the cherry and the vanilla sometimes can work together and make things extra sweet and. All the other stuff is supposed to cut it, like the citrus. But you know what? I would say, I don't know, three out of five, I would try it. What if it was yeah. a, like a Myers, something really kind of borderline um, like molasses-y? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because, it, I mean, it also depends. I mean, dark rum is just, it's just the color. It has no bearing on like the, you know, the, really the, 
have the the taste or the rumminess or is it the barrel or not or whatever um you know like is it a whaler's dark rum i think that might be too sweet i would mm-hmm. want to go like more of like a dominican rum where like there's a little spice i want a little little pep little zip in the rum a little character are you even gonna get the rum when there's mezcal like that is such a strong liquor that this, I guess, it's, that's what I'm saying. Is is what what I that was tequila. It is. It's like smoked yeah. tequila. Yeah, uh, sort of. Right. Not really, but yeah. Um, it, it that's what gives me pause. Is there's so much to go wrong in that? Yeah. That it could go right. It, it might. But work. it needs to be. I. But I guess what I don't trust it as a. I don't trust it from a food cart at a friggin' festival. Yeah. I would mm. want it at a bar with someone with um you know like a a wax fronted uh, apron with a <laughs> denim rolled sleeve yes, and uh, um you know a fa- a high fade yeah yeah and someone i could barely see through the dim lighting that's when i would drink that it does feel well, like it's two separate cocktails mixed together and it might be <laughs> who knows I'll find out in a few weeks. So. There you go. Um, <laughs> so let's get back to cluckadoodle moo please because oh. i got to know what they serve there i mean i could guess i imagine it's you know chicken and fish no, no fish no, no fish that was a joke oh <laughs> i was like no. oh my god he's an idiot Turn and i are both it's, like because it's cluckadoodle moo <laughs> i'm not stupid you know <laughs> god uh well i feel like if bev made that joke your reaction was warranted but it's me the world's funniest man sure can't hear you bev you're muted Sorry, I was plugging in my cell phone. And I didn't want to hear you. Moo. Have you to hear me struggling <laughs> trying yeah. to reach the plug? So there's chicken right. wings, chicken smoked eggs. honey habanero chicken wings. Tea honey, I'm out. Yeah, barbecue beef brisket slider featuring Fiscalini Farmstead smoked cheddar with dill pickles on salt and pepper brioche. Okay, I try it. And then the uh, rest is cocktails, right? Yeah, just drinks. Have, yeah, yeah. Which, right. What what else they got there, Eric? I do find it interesting that all these these kiosks sell different colors of glow grapes. Hell's <laughs> a glow limit grape. Of, limit of 10 per person. If you look through there's it's, it's a lot per it's, person. It's, it's like a, a little it's it looks like it's like an inch tall. It's like a little Is it a glow colored, light bulb or yeah, ice cube? That's supposed yeah. to like go on your wine stem. That's like the sort of thing if you had a party it would d- differentiate different people's wine stems. Oh okay. Like, oh, I've got the green one. Yeah. That's odd, but you can only get 10 per person. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, that's yeah. the, this is the thing, is that, like, right now, it just seems like such a stupid thing. But if I was there, I'd be like, yeah, I want those. They're four cents from China, but Disney's yeah. creating <laughs> yeah. a, a mass, like, desire for them. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, next up on the list is our friend Garlic Kissed. Mm. Stupid name, but I would want to eat there, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The f- yeah. Like, everything on this menu I want. Well, I feel like garlic kissed is 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 stupid on purpose. I feel it, it seems like one of those self aware like, you know, we're this is from the seventies. This is very weird, obvious mm-hmm. marketing. But I don't know what's that garlic kissed, Eric. First on the list is a grilled top sirloin with roasted garlic um, and Gruyere smashed potatoes. Sounds great and, to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Chimichurri sauce. Okay, the sauce I don't know about. I would lose the sauce, but that's you know everything sounds great. Love it. Delish. Yeah. Solid. Mac and cheese, garlic mac and cheese with yes. bacon. I want the mac and cheese on the side of the sirloin. Can I get the, the mac and cheese with bacon on top without mac and cheese, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a raspberry limoncello aid. 
boring. So limoncello, grapefruit mm. liqueur, mint syrup, house-made mint syrup. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Raspberry syrup, not house-made. Not house-made. And lemon juice. <laughs> also not house-made. Okay. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's all get out. Grapefruit might help. And then a guava lychee mule. Which Vodka, just the title guava. sounds amazing. Yeah, see, I wouldn't do it. I don't know. There's certain things I like in cocktails, especially from like a mule. And I don't, and, and guava and lychee is not. Oh, it sounds so good. And those two things together seem sort of sweet, like overly sweet. And I don't, I don't, I want that lift off my palate. Mm. And I think it'd work. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I'm sure the flavors would be fine. Yeah. But I think that's that lingering sweetness that I'm imagining that would mm-hmm. put me off to it. Gotcha. Next up is Golden Dreams. Mm. Yes. Last year, they made a lot of um, hullabaloo about an avocado paleta. So frozen avocado. Yeah. Popsicle. Like, yes, I remember we talked about that. Frozen and everyone, everyone vomited in their mouths a little bit. Yeah, it sounds gross. But didn't someone, didn't someone try it, I think, in the chat or something? Someone was like, yeah, it was actually pretty good. I don't remember that's, this. That's possible. Yeah. That was at Golden Dreams? Well, that was at Golden Dreams. This year, it's sweet corn. Okay. Parmesan good. cream and, and tahini. Pr- I'm, I'm done with that. There you go. Seems like too much, unless it's tiny. Mm. As I recall, the avocado ones were pretty big. Beet and goat cheese flatbread with basil pesto. Oh, I would eat that. Mm-hmm. Basically anything flatbread I will eat <laughs> happily. I'm getting hungry. I know. This all sounds... We got jelly beans. <laughs> there you go. That's true. Let's see. The Central California Cooler. Yeah. Peach puree, apple, orange, lemon juice, garnished with an apple chip. So mm. a non-alcoholic drink. Okay. Well, Sweet. is there anything else that's really stand out to you? What's the thing you're looking forward to the most? LA style looks delicious what is la style yeah except it has Great. A, there's a there's a pork belly with with mac salad yeah i don't like pork belly that's a secret of mine i don't like it mm. it's too much fat i have an impossible I euro i don't like impossible meat you don't no oh, that's my favorite of the the fake meats i don't know if i've had that one we, i like the black like, bean fake meats we did yeah i like those two we did the beyond burger once i bought like a pack of them because i was like oh let's try it and uh, weird man Weird. Texturally, <laughs> it was not great. I can't get my brain around it. I just would rather well, wait till it starts not... being grown in a lab in ten years and it's everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the yeah. I think I'd just rather <laughs> not eat to. meat. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I don't need to eat. I don't need to eat it, especially because it doesn't really taste. the The Beyond Burger at least doesn't taste like meat at all. Mm-mm. It doesn't cook like meat. True. The texture's not the same. It's a weird color. Yeah, it's pink. <laughs> it's like light pink when it comes out of the package. It's like perfect round circle. Like, I don't know, man. Look, it worked fine in chili because you can put anything in chili and it just tastes like chili. Mm-hmm. But as there a burger, no thank you, man. No. Well, what I'm looking forward to is at Pepper's Caliente, uh, so <laughs> California Ente. Okay. Um, there's a, ch- speaking of no meat, um, chili relleno empanada. Ooh, I love empanadas. Yeah. Yes. And I love chili relleno. Yeah, That's... that sounds delicious. Well, there you go. I would be looking forward to that too. Um, sounds cool. Uh, anything at anything at avocado time? Impossible <gasps> nacho mac and cheese. Impaco. Impaco. Impossible al pastor tacos. No, impossible. Mm. No. no. It's in, it's impossible. Yeah, al pastor mm. is one of it's like it's like impossible. uh it's like doing a buttercream frosting with no butter in it. Like <laughs> al pastor is supposed to be yeah. a treat meaty yeah yeah you can't i don't think you can get around that 
Okay. All right, Eric. Well, all sounds good. Is that yeah. it? You got no, all your facts out? All your info? Yeah. All right. It, yeah, there's really not a whole lot other than, hey, we wanted to do this, and um, yeah. we did it. Sounds great. Um, I just didn't did want to cut you off and, you know, whatever. Well, <laughs> no. I actually, I have a question. Okay. I went, I was, gosh, when was I there? I don't remember, but it was like, must have been like Chinese New Year time, but it seemed like they were doing the food and wine festival or it was something similar, but it was only for the Chinese New Year. Does that sound, is that, it might, first of all, it's probably not called that. Is it Lunar New Year? Am I being it, inappropriate? It is Lunar. Well, I apologize. I think it's both. I think okay. it's fine. I just yeah. didn't want to be ignorant. Too late. Yeah. Well, whatever. Is that still the festival of the holidays then? I don't know. I don't. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I think that's. I think that's what it so is because they have the booth. Something different, or is it just sort of like the same thing with a different hat on? Yeah, but they'll have they, they'll have different booths and generally different food. Yeah, festival of the holidays through. Well, that ends in January usually. Oh. Um, Dan's in the chat saying they do both. That is okay. the Lunar New Year festival. Oh, right, so. oh okay. okay. So just so one festival after another. They do a, a food festival for a Lunar New Year. When, when when they started doing the food festival in D.C., I was like, if you have to put a food festival in your theme park, your theme park's not done very well. What? Do you guys agree with that? No, because I don't mm-hmm. think they have to. They want to because people, I think it brings them a ton of money. Well, I think I mean, they had to, and now I to. think it's such a draw that it's a thing. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, make it bigger every year. Because that was the whole reason they did it in the first place. They needed to get people into the park. Mm. Well, there Weird you go. stuff, man. I like it. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to do some news. All right, so hang on. Once ears up, we'll be right back. And now, back to the show that ignites your dream wish of imaginations and magical color wonderment of forever. Ears up. All right, thanks for hanging on, everybody. We're back. We're going to pop into the Disney newsroom. Are you guys ready? You have your suits and ties on and everything? Yes. Correct. Okay. Great. This is the newsroom, not the press room. Correct. Okay. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. Only because I don't even have the press room anymore on my board. I had to make room for other stuff. That means we haven't needed it, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> well, it's more like I haven't I haven't done it. <laughs> I haven't accused you guys of anything. Oh. I let it go, you know? <laughs> like, El- like Elsa? That's right. So much to start. I don't even know where to start with the, with the news, man. Um, let's start with some Lego news. Because Lego is always fun. Uh, there's an Indiana Jones Lego set. It's a new Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade sets that are coming out. That's cool. And they look pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I wish I could show them to the podcast. Um, but, you know, they even have the little, um, you know, the uh, the boulder that comes down and everything. It's, oh, cool. It looks super cute. I love it. I would definitely be happy to uh, to get this. They have a little idol. Nice. little golden idol. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. That's cool. The first three new Indiana Jones Lego sets of the year are Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The two Raider sets loaded with action play features are the most impressive. Escape from the Lost Tomb includes snake slithering action, surprise reveal mummy, and a tipping statue to break open the wall and escape. Wow. God. Temple of the Golden Idol includes the big rolling boulder. Secret Doors, Swing Over, Pit, and more, laying out the movie's opening sequence in one display piece. 
The last crusade have Alfred Molina impaled <laughs> on a spike. Uh, you know what? He is there, but he's not impaled on a spike. He's holding the torch, though. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Last Crusade set its fighter plane chase depicts Indiana and his father trying to escape in a car from a German airplane. The plane shoots studs. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Don't let that near me. I don't want to get shot. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> As a road sign warns of dangers ahead, uh, these uh, should hit stores April first. Though some have leaked to stores already, the idle set will run about 150 bucks, while the other two sets are 30 to 40 bucks. Okay, that's not terrible. Hmm. I mean, for Legos, no. Yeah, I mean the the pla- the the uh, Last Crusade set is literally a plane and then <gasps> a car, mm. so it's not really like a whole lot. Oh, and like a sign, so it's not that you know great. Okay. But, um, you know, it's still pretty neat. I definitely want the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark one. That looks cool, dude. Escape from the Tomb looks neat. So, it's, yeah, it's, that's cool, man. Uh, speaking of Lego, we bought, well, we didn't buy. Um, Alice saved up her own money doing, like, you know, dumb chores and stuff. And uh, she saved, saved up 20 bucks. And we were at the Lego store a couple weeks ago. And she's like, she loved the Encanto Lego set. Mm-hmm. Loved it. So, anyway, she saved up her money. She bought it. That thing is awesome. It was 40 bucks worth it yeah totally worth it it's like three stories uh parts move and stuff like the bed moves it's a lot of fun to put together and then for her birthday i got a um a light kit so there's companies who just modify little little bricks little tiny legos uh with led lights and like run wires through them and stuff like that and um so once once that gets put together all the way i'll post a picture of it but uh definitely recommend the encanto lego set the um casita lego set it's it's awesome yeah definitely worth it because sometimes legos aren't worth it yeah there are you know what i mean yeah like, but oh. for 40 bucks pretty good it. that's yeah. not bad at all yeah no. No. and what um what so the, the i've seen some of those like facebook ads for those light companies what, yeah do you remember what the name of the company is or i do not i just got off amazon you know i looked up the um <laughs> You're right, Bev. Sorry, I was I tried to keep that quiet. God, the air Didn't sucked happen. out of the room. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I was just because that's where I was buying the Lego kit, the you know the Lego set from, and it just you know it's in the the title of the product. I'll find it. I'll let you know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Know. Yeah. So there you go. It's so all you brickheads out there. Uh, have you guys? So I don't know if you know uh, South by Southwest that like tech show, whatever it goes on in Austin all the time. That's happening right now. There's been a couple of Disney-related things. Uh, some are very scary. Oh. Yeah. Um, so apparently robotics have gotten so good. You know, we know about Boston Dynamics, and they're like little dogs, and then they're, they're robots that do like calisthenics and jump up, you know, gaffle, uh, scaffolding and girders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently during the art and science of Disney Parks storytelling at South by Southwest the other day, Parks chairman Josh DeMauro, along with Disney Imagineers, introduced a prototype robot being developed by the company, a small rabbit with rollerblades that looks like Judy Hopps from Zootopia, if she were real and also a Terminator. It tracks as the next <laughs> evolution horrifying. of characters uh, created by the minds uh, behind the Spider-Man flying animatronic, uh, whatever. The, uh, the, the, so, okay, this video, I wish I could show you guys, um, but Google it if you haven't seen it already. It's like, she's literally climbing here. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna break into the zoom. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna break into the zoom. If you haven't seen it yet, um, it, you know, it's wild. It is wild. Here's the video. 
so crawling out of a box. Yeah, so there's Whoa. a crate wow. on the on the stage, and you know suddenly this little robot just literally crawls out and slithers over the side, lands on its head, and does a somersault. Wow! And it's there's no you know strings, no cables, no wires, no nothing. Who's Is controlling, anybody it? controlling it? I feel like they just turned it on. It's like it's a programmed movement. Oh. And then wow. there is a uh, there's a video here too. Uh, unfortunately, it's the DFB, but whatever. Let's see if we can fast forward some of it. Huh. Presumably, it stands up and roller skates at some point. Yeah, look at it. Oh. It's getting up. It's moving. I don't like it. I want to break it. It's really cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, Skynet. <laughs> Yeah, and then here's a skynet. Here's the thing rollerblading. It actually like it actually does this. Like that's what's fascinating to me. It's not even just walking. It's rollerblading. That's... I can't rollerblade, so Yeah, that's you know. like wild. It's removing itself from confinement. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be contained. I don't like it. I really don't like it. Well, good cuz I wasn't even loaded yet. Disney demoing a super light whoa. And so this guy's like picking it up. So it's not very heavy. You know, it's a it's a little mannequin rabbit. Yeah. And uh Is it supposed to be like Oswald? There it goes. And it moves on its own and then does a somersault. Like falls forward, hits his head, somersaults, and then like stands back up. And is like waiting for a hug. Yeah. It is so bizarre. <laughs> I do not it like it. Pulls out a laser gun and shoots you. <laughs> yeah. It's little too. I think what makes it a little creepy is, is that it's like toddler size. It's toddler size. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's a little creepy. Yeah. But, but that all that stuff's coming to the parks, man. You know, in a couple years, it's that's all going to be around. I know they're already doing like the the Incredible Hulk sort of like costume puppet thing in Disneyland Paris. That's like semi uh, motorized. So there's yeah this. This stuff is just going to be, it's the future of, of, the, of the parks, man. Of the future of animatronics. It's Which I guess cool. it's not even animatronics at that point. It's friggin' robots. Yeah. It's yeah. AI. It's kind of neat, honestly. Also at South by Southwest, Josh DeMauro, friend of the show and um, longtime <laughs> chat lurker, mm-hmm. <laughs> was uh, there in, unveiling one of the new lightsabers. Um, the uh, South by Southwest Festival gave Disney the chance to show the world this lightsaber in action is part of the Creating Happiness uh, storytelling panel. So the panel that this robot was freaking out on, too. Josh DeMauro uh, brought the magic to stage and said of the panel, quote, Disney's 100-year legacy is built on the intersection of creativity, innovation, and storytelling. We're humbled by the fact that millions of people choose Disney as their vacation destination every year in order to escape in our beloved stories. Blah, blah. I don't really care. Why is that quote even included? Who gives a Whatever. Uh, do you want to see him unveiling the uh, real lightsaber? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. God, man. I really do. I'll, I'll balance that energy. Yeah. <laughs> that is so enthusiastic. Uh, here we go. So it's it's just it's Josh tomorrow in his tight really pants do. and very white shoes, and he's on stage, and uh, he's holding the lightsaber hilt or whatever, and doing some weird gesturing, and there's some other person there, uh, and then he there it goes it it. it that's Comes out of cool. the thing and it lights up. Yeah. Does he cut her in half? He should. It honestly. does look a little small. <laughs> he cuts the robot in half. <laughs> wow, that looks really yeah. cool, though. The robot's going to pull that out of its pocket and kill <laughs> you with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it looks it looks neat. I it mean, looks real. I mean, yeah. I honestly, if I were a huge Star Wars fan and I bought one of the ones that doesn't retract like that, I'd be a little bit annoyed. <laughs> Super annoyed because they're already, those are expensive. So. And yeah. also like that toy fits in your backpack. 
You don't have to like check that on. Oh, the plane. for sure. Like, but they're, I don't think it's ever going to be. A, it's not going to be a thing that you're going to ever be able to buy. You don't think so? Yeah, no, I wonder if that's no. just for. It's just yeah, for like in a game shows or... and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So apparently, uh, you know, people replying to this are not happy, of course, because Star Wars fans can never be happy. I know I'm one of them. Um, someone on Twitter says, neat. The hilt is too bulky and the blade is too short. So you unfortunately will not be allowed to release this, but keep up the great work. <laughs> not be allowed. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, like the hilt is very bulky. The yeah. blade is pretty short. Uh, so, yeah, you're right on. But what do you mean never going to be able to release this? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. You're not allowed to release it. We're not allowed to fight to the death with it. It must meet these parameters. Yeah. Someone says, reel my ass. Once I get, of course, dog. We've been, we've been, yeah. we've been having this argument for two years. Uh, someone else says, don't care. Star Wars is dead. <laughs> Was that you? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh, then someone else says, notice how carefully he's lightly waving it around. This thing is most likely so ridiculously fragile. Whatever tech they have in there is definitely not designed for the stunt work people would want to see with a, quote, real lightsaber. Which, I mean, that is a good point. He did uh, he did carry it like it, it was, was like... very gingerly. Sure, because it's probably a prototype, but also it's not like he's a trained, you know, weapons fighter. He probably waved it around like any dad would. And this person, <laughs> like, just goes, notice this. I'm going to go ahead and connect these dots that probably aren't here and assume. Um, yeah, anyway, whatever. Apparently, yeah, that's what happens on the Internet. Some people aren't happy. I don't know. Weird. It looks neat. I don't know. I've also like we've seen it before. It's already been unveiled, so I don't really care. But can we buy it? It's probably going to be four hundred dollars. Oh, easy. Yeah, um, I think you will be able to buy it, though. I mean, you can buy the little rolling robot thing. BB-8. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One. Yeah, you can buy that guy. Um, let's see. Should we move into sad news or or um, laugh at Disney influencers news? Hmm. Maybe sad then laugh. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we yeah. can do that. Rolly Crump, a longtime Disneyland Imagineer who was instrumental in the designs of fan favorite attractions like the Haunted Mansion, Enchanted Tiki Room, and It's a Small World, has died. The announcement comes via the Facebook page for his autobiography. It's kind of a cute story. Crump was 93. His Disney career spanned over 40 years and began in 1952 when he was just 22 years old as an animation assistant on films like Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, and 101 Dalmatians. Crump's style was mod, bold, and whimsical. Per The Hollywood Reporter, he was obsessed with propellers and created a number of spinning mobiles to hang up in the animation department. You guys okay? (sighs) Anyway, you don't know what that was? (laughs) Oh, okay. That's weird. <laughs> no, it happened in my house. I just don't know where it was. No, okay. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, anyway, there you go. Rolly Crump passed away, friend of the show, and, um, you know, uh, very sad. It was like one of the uh, – he, he, he Rolly's style was like one of the more influential and the, the cooler styles of, like, you know, the Imagineers of that sort of era. I mean, you had Mary Blair and you had Rolly – and, you know, maybe like Claude Coates and, you know, some of the other like um, Mark Davis, of course, those early people mm-hmm. really set the tone. And uh, yeah, just, it was, it was kind of sad. I was bummed out, man. Well, not to mention, and, and we haven't talked to a lot of the other ones, but we did talk to Raleigh and he he has a personality. He's he's not really like he's just got that kind of old school personality where he's not yeah. afraid of being PC he doesn't speak Disney. You <laughs> he, know, he loves Disney, but he doesn't speak the Disney. He doesn't talk yeah. about magic all the time. He, he'll tell you real. what he, t- he, t- he tells you what he thinks yeah. about a thing, which is cool. And I think that is a re- very refreshing personality to have. 
in a corporate environment, even a creative environment. I mean, that's very touchy to tell creatives what you don't like about their work. Right. You know, uh, which I think why Walt was sort of branded as a, you know, kind of a jerk. Because mm-hmm. creatives don't like that. Right. And I don't think Raleigh was like, not that he was branded as a jerk, because I don't think he was. But no, I, th- I don't think he was either. But he also liked a very specific style. And I think that he also wasn't afraid to talk about that and like yeah. to be upset when they things didn't go his way. Well, I think he want, he saw the changes that needed to happen with the, with the, 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 these different rides, mm-hmm. the direction I think in style that some of these things could go like haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't afraid to pursue that. Yeah. And I think it's a really cool, you know, sort of lesson, but uh, yeah, I was, I was sad. I, I emailed his wife. And, uh, you know, passed on our condolences and stuff like that. So um, I was only a little offended she never wrote back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> it's not like she has anything you know, else to do. Yeah. No, she's no. not busy, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I still like to interview his kid, uh, Chris. I mean, I think that'd be fun. Um, but obviously, I'm not going to reach out now. Yeah, probably no. not. Probably not a great idea. No. What is a good idea is to pull out your copy of... of uh, it's kind of a cute story because I, I, I did that and I was flipping through and I have a new favorite picture that I don't remember from the last. It's been a while since I, I read through it. Yeah. But there's this great picture signed by Walt to Rolly where he's like to Roland. Congrats, Walt. <laughs> and it's this picture of them standing in front of the the Tower of the Four Winds that he built for the World's Fair. Yeah like at the at the yard where they were building it and Roly just he's he's just beaming because <laughs> this has got to be the biggest thing the biggest sculpture he has ever created oh yeah and he and Walt are looking at it apparently for the first time and Walt's Walt's all happy with it too and I, I can only imagine how like that sense of accomplishment and feeling to look at something like that and go this is a giant art project that I made that Walt yeah. Disney paid for. Yeah, well, and and Rolly sort of also seemed like the one of the only people that Walt was like, yeah, do it, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You he know, trusted Walt, him. A yeah, lot. Walt seemed to have a lot yeah. of opinions about other people's artwork, but Rolly seemed to be immune to all that. Yeah, Walt liked the direction he was going in certain things, and I feel that's kind of rare. But yeah, anyway, so R.I.P. Rolly, yeah, uh, friend of the show. And uh, we'll have to reach out to him on Halloween when we do our seance. Definitely. Uh, okay, you ready to laugh now? Sure. All right. Actually, let me find this right article here. I always love laughing at Disney influencers. It's Live, my, laugh, love. That's what like I always my say. my favorite pastime. Also, what a dumb title. <laughs> <Yeah>. Disney <laughs> influencers. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. Dumb, dude. Kind of any influencer. But... <clears throat> yes. Uh, you guys are going to love this. Man vlogs himself being kicked out of Disney after he's caught stealing ideas. So what? sort of like a, this is this, this is a multifaceted thing. I think he wrote this article. I have two stories. <laughs> this, has, this has onions. About this has, this the same. Onion. Yeah, it's onion layer. <laughs> this has um, onions. Two stories about the same people. It's This is weird. And I think we've talked about it a little bit before because actually, yeah, I think we did either on in-depth or maybe on this show six, eight months ago. These people are being sued by Disney. Okay. Okay. Huh. So, uh, they're being sued by Disney instead yeah. of somebody else suing Disney. Correct. They are being sued by Disney for a copyright infringement. Okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Yesterday, things at the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney Res- uh, World Resort got extremely messy when a man was escorted out of the park by Disney security and Orange County deputies. The man in question is Disney fan Christopher Martin, who has remained an enemy of the Walt Disney Company due to the fact 
that he continues to steal intellectual property from the company. Uh, Christopher and Hannah Martin have been on Disney's bad side for over a year. It all started when the duo created their merchandise company, Sparkling Dreamers. Sparkling Dreamers sells unauthorized homemade Mickey ear headbands that are inspired by Disney characters, Uh. which Disney does not approve of. Disney has sent Christopher and Hannah numerous lawsuits over the stolen intellectual property. Christopher first announced that he was being sued on January 28th, 2023, but he claims that legal issues between Sparkling Dreamers and Disney have been happening since December 2021. Time and time again, Christopher has reiterated that the bloggers, TikTokers, and more are not telling the correct story. He truly believes that he is not guilty in this situation, and he feels confident that he will come out of this conflict mostly unscathed. See, that's the thing about dumbasses, is they never think (laughs) that they're in the wrong. They truly do believe that they are in the right. When a giant company with lawyers, five, six lawyers deep, go, you're wrong, this guy goes, nope, I know it. You know, this is me. I know you guys are wrong, and I'm going to prove it to you. Uh, This all changed yesterday when Christopher trespassed on a Walt Disney World property. He was in Magic Kingdom when the security and police escorted him out of the premises. He took to Facebook where he posted an 18-minute video of him being taken off Disney property and banned for life. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) Disney Parks fans have criticized him for his bizarre behavior during the situation. Despite the uncomfortable situation, Christopher is not giving up. He claims that he's just a fan and will be visiting Disneyland Resort next week. He says that he was banned for annual pass violations. Yeah, as of now, his website's up, his vlog is still up, and um, he just doesn't really, you know, care. Huh. Yeah. So I don't know what the stealing IP is about. Uh, Go to his website. Oh, I don't even want to do that. I'm just looking at this. Well, I just went to eBay, but. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, so he just sells ears, but so do a gazillion other people. These are very, like, the other ones aren't exactly the same as the ones they sell in the parks, though. Mm. These are, like... Like, right on. These are right on. I mean, they're not... I think stylistically they're the same. Like, they have the ears and then the bow in the center. Okay. And it just looks exactly like the ears you would get there. Okay. Maybe not the print on the ears, but the, I think, like, the form. The design and everything? Yeah. Interesting. Well, so... So it's not like the the wire flower ones where they've got the little flowers pinned to it. No, Mm. it's not... It's not... A diff- it's basically the same ears with different clothes on. <laughs> okay. Um, well, apparently they, you know, they posted, of course, another video um, explaining what happened. And this article does get into a little bit about what's happening behind the scenes. Um, while operating as the Secret Diz Group LLC and later Sparkling Dreamers, the couple sold everything from face masks with the official branding of Disney's signature castles and images of Disney Park's iconic entrance to Walt Disney World 50th Anniversary Fanny Packs. The couple also cashed in on unauthorized merchandise featuring a wide range of characters from Disney's IP, spanning from Star Wars and The Little Mermaid to Winnie the Pooh. So it sounds like they were going to the parks, buying merch, like annual pass exclusive merch, and then selling it on their website. Hmm. Reselling okay. it on the website. So not even just on eBay, but like just reselling it as their own thing. Huh. Um, and then as far as like with IP, like you can get away with it if you buy a bolt of cloth that has Mickey Mouse on it and you turn that into a thing, you can sell that legally. But what you can't do is print Mickey Mouse on it and then sell it. That is illegal. And it sounds like that's what they were doing. Yeah. Okay. Um, with certain characters <clears throat> and things. Yeah. Chris Martin was uh, removed from Disney World and asked never to return. 
uh, that was last Friday. In a video posted on social media, the couple has now disclosed that the ongoing litigation has led to a lifetime ban for Hannah, his wife, as well, including any potential trips the couple may have planned for Disneyland Resort. Interesting, he like says that he's still planning on going to Disneyland. Yeah. The couple contends that the reason for their ban lies in breaching their Disney World annual passholder agreement. That's what they're saying. Uh, the Walt Disney Company alleges that the couple has infringed on IP rights by reselling unauthorized merchandise featuring popular Disneyland characters and park icons. In a court filing from December, the Walt Disney Company alleges the couple, the couple unlawfully sold unauthorized products online. When they were issued cease and desist notices, the Martins made promises to halt their unsanctioned operations, but only made minimal changes to avoid any further action. The mm-hmm. Disney caught them. They said, hey, stop. Mm-hmm. No, bad. Knock it off. <laughs> and they were like, oh, just, meh, you know, some, some weak action and, you know, whatever. Well, there are plenty of unauthorized merchandise creators, particularly through sites like Etsy. Chris and Hannah Martin have seemingly taken things one step further using Disney branding for their own logos and websites. And this to me was the most brazen. And even listing the Walt Disney World Resort as their official company address on their website. What? (laughs) Yeah, that takes cojones, man. According to legal filings, the couple went so far as to file claims with the United States Patent and Trademark Office that included the intellectual property of the Walt Disney Company. So it sounds like they were trying to like patent these friggin' mouse ears or whatever. But you can't you can't patent something and include someone else's IP in right. it. You can't do that, dude. But this is the guy's dumb. He needs a patent lawyer. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. I don't know. There you go. That's what's happening. So these people are banned for life from the Disney parks, and um, and they're they're thieves. Hmm. You know, that's wild. Do it. Yeah, (laughs) that is wild. Idiots. Yeah, Yeah, they're kind of dumb. Like even when we were doing coveyors and we were doing everything totally legal, everything was like kosher. We had a patent lawyer. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like we had all this stuff. One of my biggest concerns is even beyond all that, you don't want to get kicked out for life. Mm-mm. But these people don't seem to care. He's just he's he's just going to go back. Mm-hmm. He's going to go back next week. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he thinks like, he's not wrong. He thinks he's right. And when you think you're right, yeah, but right or wrong, it's like they're telling you you can't come back. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> I really and, hope he gets turned away at the door, and, and like they're like, sorry, you can't come in here. Yeah. Um, but you know what? He probably wants that so that he can put it on TikTok and get more followers. Well, that's why he's not taking these videos down. He's like telling people like like and share, whatever. Like you know, yeah. so wow, whatever. Mm. Uh, all right, let's, let's cherry pick some news here. Um, Indiana Jones is reopening. Oh, Brian in the chat. Yeah, I already said that. Uh, we already talked about these people. So there, Brian. Whoa. Um, <laughs> apparently during the Oscars, Taren, you watched some of the Oscars, right? I watched, yeah, I watched some of it. Did you see the Little Mermaid moment or whatever? I did. The thing? Yeah. Um, where they aired the trailer? Yeah. Apparently that cost Disney $10 million. So the spots or the why? trailer? The spot. So oh. even though ABC That's... is airing the Oscars, yeah. uh, and Disney paid, because it's basically 30 seconds, they took up five 30-second segments of ads. And uh, this is what this article is saying. I'm just sort of like TLDRing it. But um, uh, apparently the last couple of years, the Oscars have been offering up these ad packages so you can have your star of your movie come out and present an award or say a thing, 
but also say, oh, it's, it's hey, let's take a look at our new trailer or whatever. Oh. Which is pretty smart, I guess, but okay. also dumb. So they count the, the part that's live where they're talking. Okay, that's a commercial. Cause it, yeah, because they're not cutting it out or whatever. So the trailer was two and a half minutes. And uh, so people did the math, and it's like $10 million that Disney mm. paid to well, the trailer, air their they paid trailer. It to themselves because yeah. they own ABC. Yes. And apparently they, they paid like full price because it's just like one arm of the company paying yeah. the other arm for the service, right? Well, and it wasn't, the trailer itself wasn't two minutes. And- it wasn't that long. It was, I think that's with the... Two ha- minute and 20 second trailer. That's what it says. It yeah, definitely wow. felt more like 30 seconds to me. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> because like they did have the actresses come out and talk. Yeah. And that was all part of the, the build up for it. Yeah. But- uh, it says the trailer was not actually played in the room, which led to a moment of confusion for <laughs> attendees to the Oscars. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. $10 million, man. That's a lot. That's a lot. People uh, see this is more. Uh, are you sanding over there, Bev? You sanding down a cabinet? Oh, I, I didn't realize that. I can't hear that. I'm sorry. I was just yeah. rubbing my legs. I'm cold. That's all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. It's fine. Okay, here's the last one. We won't do. Uh, there was some other fight. Uh, I guess that's the same one. Okay, more legal battle stuff. But this is about MCU nonsense and Reddit. Marvel Studios and Disney are cracking down on Marvel Cinematic Universe leaks forcing a popular Marvel spoilers subreddit to shut down. Knowing for going to great lengths to keep specific plot details for the projects tightly under the lid, information about MCU films and TV shows have leaked numerous times over the years. Now the Marvel Studios is taking action to hold leakers accountable. Per Variety, Disney filed a request on Friday, March 10th, on behalf of Marvel in a federal district court in California. They asked the court to issue a subpoena that would mandate Reddit to identify the users who were involved in a dialogue leak about story details about Ant-Man 3 on the uh, Marvel Studios spoiler subreddit around January 20th. Specifically cited parties, and then they just like list a couple of the parties of like who posted these. Mm-hmm. So apparently some of the script leaked. Oh. Yeah. How, how do people do that? I mean, it's going to get only certain people have access to the script. Yeah, so it's either thinking it's in-house and they're... It has to be. I mean, certain hundreds of people, you know, yeah. I mean, could have gotten their hands on it. But yeah, it's definitely not just like, oh, I don't know, I didn't make it, you know, made it up or whatever. Yeah, anyway, so that's what's happening. I don't think, from what I understand, um, Reddit is not, they don't want to give up that information. Uh, so I might go to court. I, you know, I don't really know what's going on with it. But um, hmm. let me read this other one. Um a Disney anti-piracy analyst first submitted a copyright infringement claim following an Ant-Man leak in January when the script for the Ant-Man threequel initially appeared on Google without the permit. So the whole script appeared on Google? Good threequel. Lord. That's not good. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, reacting no, to threequel. threequel. Yeah. yeah, I'm still there. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, Google acknowledged the takedown notice that was unable to remove the content. Um, and then apparently they figured out or whatever. The script was then shared to the subreddit which was met with a DMCA takedown notice by Marvel. As a result, the company is now attempting to identify the users who shared this script. The problem arises due to this user's account being shared among moderators, making it difficult to link back to the person who... Wow, so it's... Oh, I mean, the the username is literally MSSMods. So it's one of the moderators of that subreddit shared this content. Ooh. Wow. That is... Mm -hmm. uh, That is crazy, man. Bless. Bless them. Hope they get away with it. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> That's it. That's all the Disney news we're going to cover today. What do you think of that, guys? 
That was good. There's a that's a lot of news. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. going on, man. Uh, all right, thanks everybody for tuning in. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you very very much. Hey, if you're looking for a good brew to have, don't forget about the mm-hmm. brand new brew. Hey, God, I can't do it. The brand new beer from the 21st Amendment, our friends at the 21st Amendment, Brew Free or Die Cold IPA. If you like lagers with a nice, you know, hit of hops, the West Coast kind of, you know, uh, juicy, danky hops or whatever, check that out. Brew Free or Die Cold IPA. Go to 21st-amendment.com. Actually, uh, you know, we, when we were there for the uh, for the meeting or whatever, when we met Jeremy, uh, I saw they had these cool beanies. And I didn't buy one, so I just mail-ordered them online. This 21st Amendment right there. This is a nice green beanie. It's a nice beanie. It's like a, a lightweight beanie. Taryn got a purple one. Yeah, so they ship merch and beer, too. Some beer. They're toaster pastry. Anyway, Ooh. That, is, uh, that is that on that. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see you in the parks. <laughs>